Living. Hello, everybody. Live from Paramount Studios in Hollywood, California, it's The Ozone. Coming at you with a hot shot. Talking about this weekend's activities in the world of boxing. Man, oh, man. Did we see one guy do something great and one guy do something absolutely stupid, which we were concerned with. The big fight happened this weekend, folks. And once again, the British champion, Anthony Joshua, is the number one heavyweight in the world because he regained his titles in not so spectacular fashion, to be honest, but in a, in a fashion that was very effective, very smart, good work by him and his trainer. But unfortunately, it seems like the bigger story is the fact that his opponent came in enormously overweight and totally unprepared mentally for the fight. What was your take on what Andy Ruiz did, Icons? <laughs> well, what they're saying was that he wasn't really actually that much overweight, what is it, 11 to 16 pounds or something, which is a lie. But he was at 283, b- bumping on 284, and he actually looked— That was on the day of the weigh-in. He looked terrible. He looked, he looked, he looked like he was like 350. Physically, he looked terrible. He looked really bad. I mean, to the point where he couldn't even hold up his arms, man. By the by, the twelfth round, he he and he admitted you're giving you're giving him credit. I saw it around the eighth and ninth. Yeah, dude started wiggling his arms like what? What are these things on my body? Yeah, <laughs> what, 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 what are these, are these for? What are these things for? And they're actually to swing with because they're paying you a lot of money to come to Saudi to swing them to chunk them. And, and this is what we were talking about. This is what we were talking about when we were talking about it about the rematch before the fight. This is what we said: Are the trappings of success too much for this young man? And it proved that it was. It's a trap. It's a trap because trap it's game. a temptation. <laughs> this is exactly why you have to respect the Michael Jordans, the LeBron James, the Kobe Bryant. The Anthony Joshua's the because Anthony he was Joshua's. the champion for so long and he stayed there winning the way that even when you get Deontay Wilder as well. It's hard even to be Deontay Wilder. Yeah, it's hard to be the champ. Not and, hard to be the champ. And then we look at the I lineage. Mean, look, he gave you great Riddick Bowe. Well, get, but look at this though. Then we talk about the lineal champ. This is why the lineal champ doesn't really stand up for me because that means that he couldn't take the pressure that it takes to be the champ. He gave up the belt. He gave him up because he couldn't take it. I mean, and it takes a lot to stay in that seat. And he didn't even have one defense. Not even one. Uh, uh, Tyson Fury, we're talking about, folks, if you don't know. Tyson Fury sang his wife, can you feel the love tonight in the ring, and immediately reported to his cocaine dealer. Right. And started getting high and started eating, said he ballooned up to 450 pounds or something like Which that. Which like he did. And he was 6'9", at least. Andy Ruiz, keeping it on focus, Andy Ruiz looked terrible. Andy Ruiz, he, he really... To me, this was the worst of the one-hit wonders, if you want to call it that. It's not like Andy, Andy Ruiz is 33 and... Two now. <laughs> let's let's not lose sight on focus. Yeah. Andy Ruiz is a good boxer. Andy Ruiz Jr. is a good boxer. He let his team down. He let his father down. His father was disgusted by the situation. I saw it. I mean, his father was really, really angry about it. I think, but you know, when you think about one hit wonders, Oliver McCall was bad. He beat Lennox Lewis, right? Oliver mm, McC- no. Yeah, Oliver I seen Rockman beat him. Yeah, Oliver I don't McCall, think Ol- Oliver McCall had to break down in the ring. Yeah, he started that, crying. That was the second fight against Lennox Lewis. Was it? I thought. Lewis. I thought it was. I thought Take he was look, winning champ. that fight, Take and then look, he. Champ. Yeah, because but those are guys that literally, but you know, they literally. Did not take advantage of the opportunity. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. He made. Now let's not cry Argentina for Andy Ruiz <laughs> because Andy Ruiz cashed. Not asking in. anybody for a loan, right? For he a cashed, long time. He cashed in. He could have made it a lot better if he could have gave us a good showing, but he didn't want to do that. He ate up at least a hundred million dollars, maybe maybe two fifty. So you tell me he ate himself out the league. Now, I don't know about out the league, but he ate himself out of this particular situation of riding the momentum of being the number one. Uh, 
heavyweight potentially being the heavyweight champ with all the belts being the first mexican born heavy mexican heritage heavyweight ever champion all of those things that you can decide he he was he is now just a champion of snickers pizza and wings and now i'm no adonis myself you're not but this no <laughs> no, no no thank you child but this uh but but this situation the reason i think this rubs so many people in the world of boxing the wrong way is because you could see the window that he had, even in poor shape, where he could have made this a competitive fight and potentially even won the fight himself. But the problem was he refused to prepare. My man came out and said afterwards he trained himself. I told you, Chubb. <laughs> Why? Why, Why? He trained. He trained himself, and then that he- means his dad and his trainer and the chef and the nutritionist and everybody. Well, Nolan Void were at the gym waiting on him, and he didn't show up. Well, that's because he was feeling himself, obviously. But the thing of it is that I honestly, he said that he had Joshua hurt a couple times in the fight, and I, you're I right about that. Was that his, was the second fight when Oliver McCall yeah. had to break down the ring? Yeah, and I do, I did not believe that he was in trouble like that. It, to me, it, I don't think he was in trouble no, like that. But Joshua, but, but you could see him being super punch shy. Well, yeah, not because, being his normal confident self. He had to get his his composure back. He got his confidence back. But to me, what was funny about the fight, if anything was funny, was literally watching. Andy Ruiz looking for the reset button on Anthony Joshua after he got his when Anthony Joshua came in here the second fight he was going for the back of the that's end. all he wanted he to hit do. him there a couple of times and Anthony Joshua shot. was like what is that supposed to do to me that was then this is not now and it didn't work and so but he went dirty on him after that he went rogue he was a rogue agent at one point he had to be warned about hitting behind the head and everything I don't know see now here's the problem I have with that the problem I have with that is is Anthony Joshua played into that and the reason being is because Anthony Joshua and I still think and there's a conversation to be had about Anthony Joshua changing changing trainer, trainers sorry and, and trainers, trainers. I, he should never things have happened he should never play for the texas trainers anymore he's terrible <laughs> at shortstop it's too big dude but uh but no about him changing trainers is because he has a limited skill set but the things he does great he does well he does great i don't feel like he has a limit i think he's the most complete heavyweight out there because he can do everything above average and one of the things the one of the biggest things that i feel like he needs to work on is his head movement other than that i think that he has everything and and he has a problem with bending at the waist this is why he kept availing himself to getting hit behind but the you head. know what i'm gonna he i'm gonna kept bending at the waist to dodge punches that had no other option except for it to come wide and over the top. But he's used to fighting guys almost his height. Of course. But this but is the this same is thing when you take pictures with your you fans. You, you take pictures with your fans, you usually kneel down. My fans are not going to knock me out. Yeah, but but, but you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I do. They could be pissed. I do. They, they could be pissed. pissed. They don't like your last wrong. I'll get their $15 back. <laughs> But or the, I'd put them to sleep. This has to be one or the other. <laughs> but you have this thing about Neil bending, and I heard that Mora was talking about he needed to get low, and that's not what he needs to do. Sergio Mora, okay, let's go back to the zone. Once again, the zone had a great product and gave you a lackluster showing. Yeah, the At least this time they didn't show guys taking a nap before the fight. But they did pan the crowd for about five minutes. A lot of pan, a lot of uh, Peter Pan going on. Oh, Peter. <laughs> a lot of that. A lot. I was looking for Rufio. I didn't find him. <laughs> Rufio. <laughs> I just see my boy. Shout out to Dante Bosco. Yeah, I saw him mailbox. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so he was, he was doing that, and there was this, you know, he kept bending at the waist, which availed him a couple times of punches, and Andy Ruiz decided to go to the kidneys a couple times when he was down there. <laughs> body. The whole nine gave him body. But ultimately, round by round, if you didn't see the fight, you didn't really miss anything. 
it was a domination package from the word go. Anthony Joshua came out with a very stiff jab and cut Andy Ruiz's eye. It looked like Andy in thirty Ruiz's seconds eyeball was overweight because <laughs> it cut his eye and he started leaking immediately. Right. I've like, never seen him leak like that before. Have you ever seen anybody leak like that? From I mean, that was an immediate, immediate. Like it was a razor blade in his glove. That, guys. For real. That was one punch. That's a sharp jab. It was a sharp jab. Sharp James. It was, the, the Booker Man. <laughs> it was sharp. <laughs> that thing, he tattooed him real quick, too, and he established right then and there, this is what kind of night it's going to be. Sure I'm standing did. out there, and I'm going to box. I, he, and he said afterwards that he wanted to bring uh, do a throwback fight to the 70s. And that's what he showed you. He was on his feet. He popped his jab. He worked off of his jab, which is a lost art in the, in the sport of boxing now. And he literally committed to the jab and one one two him and one two him and one one two him, went to the body every now and then. If anybody was hurt, Andrew Ruiz got hurt a couple of times in that fight, and Anthony Joshua stayed committed to the game plan because he almost got caught up in mixing it up. He did but a couple he, times. But he bounced back and he said, nope, I'm going to stick to the game plan. And that was something that he had to do literally look like for himself. Yeah, he just needed to see if he could take those punches. Yeah, he, he was he was like, man, and they still hurt. And they and of course, but, you know, because heavyweights, you're talking about a one punch can change any fight, regardless of whoever you are. No doubt. It's always been like that through the whole history of the sport. But he actually stood in there, weathered the storm. He had to get it out of his system. He showed that he's the best or one of the best heavyweights in the business. I know that everybody's yeah. love. How, how do you have your heavyweights ranked right now? I, you know what? Since Anthony Joshua took the L, you have to put up. You have to put. I would have to put Tyson Fury up there, although he doesn't have a belt literally for myself. I don't buy yes. into the lineal situation. But his mind is right. But his and, mind, and he looked good. I saw he, a video for him. He looked. He looked really, really good. He actually looked good in that fight. That last fight that he was in, where they cut his eye after he cut his yeah. eye, and he stopped messing but around. But I want to see how his eye holds up. After the fact, and because that's the Deontay Wilder got quite a jab himself. Yeah, but, but 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 I don't think that Deontay Wilder is going to be able to beat Tyson Fury in this next bout. And I honestly feel like overall, when the, with the body of work and the caliber of fighters that have been fought in the heavyweight division, Anthony Joshua is still the best. I don't buy into the fact you had to put in Tyson Fury at the top. Yeah, I change. I'm changing. I'm changing. I'm going. With, I'm going quick. Child. Doesn't take long. Very quick change. Because when I look it over and I look at the body of work, Tyson Fury fought Klitschko. Okay, that's okay. One, one on his resume. But who else has he fought? Deontay Wilder. He got the draw. I thought that he won the fight. But Anthony Joshua's resume, man, he's fought the cream of the crop. And I sort of feel like it's uh, uh, it's unfair to him in a sense because WC mandatories, I don't see a lot of those for uh, Deontay Wilder. But for Anthony Joshua, now he's in line to fight two big other other big opponents now. He has immediately. To, yeah, immediately. And next, got to fight Usyk within the next six months. And Pulev. Yeah. Right after that. So, you know, it's not like he's, he's going to get to take any time off or take any cream puffs or anything like that. And I agree with him what he said in the past is that if he took any of the fights that these guys have been taking, then they would run him out of town. But there's a standard that he set by getting the belts and stuff so fast. And he said that. And yeah. he said that in the, in the, in the post fight conference here. We're going to play a clip of Anthony Joshua right now speaking in the post fight conference. He faced Carlos Takam on a week's notice. His WBA mandatory was Alexander Povetkin. Nobody wanted to fight Alexander Povetkin at the time. He took care of that mandatory as well. Kubrat Pulev is the IBF mandatory. Alexander Usyk is a WBO mandatory. And I see him wanting to, wanting to take both of those fights as well. So we'll have to speak to the governing body, see who goes first. And then uh, deal with that. Anthony will have a nice Christmas on holiday. We'll work behind the scenes and plan for the no, future. Cr Christmas, yeah, but holiday, I'm still training. That's the key to this business is stay active. Stay in the gym, so I learned, you know, being heavily promoting boxing. When I become champion after 16 fights, in it like fighting twice a year. When a fighter needs to develop, 
like 24 fights, I think they should fight for a championship. I learned that you can't spend a lot of time out of the gym. You have to kind of stay consistent. So a little holiday, yeah, but I'm going to stay consistent because that's going to lead me to a, another victory and another defense of my title. And and if what you notice from the champ there is what he's saying is, I got the belt when I in my 16th fight. Most guys around 24, 25 fights is when you should get the belt, right. when you should have your growth. To me, it seemed like he was cognizant of the thing that I like the most about this is that Anthony Joshua comes off like a really good guy, a nice yeah. guy. Yeah. And he was encouraging Andrew Ruiz afterwards. You could see he had restored his faith in himself. He was he he was open about being embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, there was some sort of health issue that he had to have a surgery on that was draining him. I wonder if some sort of autoimmune disorder or something like that. But the thing that I like is he really, if you listen to the whole 24-minute post-fight conference, he really analyzes himself in the context of boxing. Right. And he talks about his weaknesses, his strengths, uh, his his goals. His strength for perfection. The, yeah. And he talked about how I'm no longer talking about Wilder and Fury. This is what gets me off track and off focus. I am talking about whoever I'm fighting next, and I'm making my own legacy. And I'm staying in the gym. And, and I'm staying in the gym. See, this is the thing. Eddie Hearn came out and said, yeah, we're going to party. We're going to do this. He's actually, you know what? We're going to the gym. He goes, this is the key to this thing, is being in the gym. And, it's a, and he has a passion for fighting. And you can see while he was out there fighting Andrew Ruiz, especially after he took a couple of punches, he licked his tongue. He stuck his tongue out at him and everything, and he was smiling and grinning while he was in the ring because that's his happy place right there. He gets to get away and gets to do what he loves to do. It's unusual for people to like that kind of thing, to get to get hit in your head. Yeah. But to each his own. You know, who am I to say you can't get hit in your head? <laughs> he said a great thing when he was talking about how everybody said he should retire, and he asked Andy Ruiz, he said, Andy, you want to retire just because you lost? I didn't think so. And although I felt like he should have retired if he couldn't beat this version of Andy Ruiz because he was going to end up getting hurt. Well, if he fought his fight the first time, we wouldn't be speaking about Andy Ruiz anymore. But Andy Ruiz came out and did his thing. He he took advantage of his opportunity. But clearly, and regardless of what everybody says in boxing, uh, Anthony Joshua is one of the best heavyweights in the sport, whether you like Deontay Wilder oh, or I mean, that's not, or whatever. That's not even yeah, but, it, but, but what I heard behind the scenes is everybody saying that he was washed up, that he needed to retire. Yeah. I very I, I don't really can't remember one person who was actually a boxer or a professional in the sport that told me that he could actually he was going to actually win. They thought that the same thing that happened last time was going to happen this time. And then when people talk about his suspect chin – I have not seen one heavyweight out there to get hit with a good punch that didn't look like they got hurt. <laughs> the big thing is to get off the floor when you do get hurt, and yeah. he does that. And even when he got beat up by Ruiz the first time, he got up four times. Sure did. And how about Andy Ruiz's chin? Jeez Louise. Man. That 286 or whatever he came in at really came into play. You know, we're just going to play a clip for you now of Andy talking about his weight gain and the problems therein. You know, I, I just should have trained harder, you know. There's no excuses. I think I looked past him. I thought it was going to be the same the same thing on June 1st. But we, we did we did work on some things. But I think for me being a little heavier, well, a lot heavier, um, I didn't perform my best. What was your dad or your coach telling you to try to get you back in the gym and get you back on sh- uh, course? You know, there's there's a lot of things that they're telling me. And I think from – I think the fame just got a little – little to me you know and 
you know, I'm just I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy that I was the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world, and I'm going to learn from my mistakes, and, you know, I just got to bounce back. I've been through so many roller coasters in my life, and this is one of them, and I bounced back before I'm going to bounce back again. You keep talking about a third fight. Has anybody promised you that? Do you have any idea if that's actually going to happen? We're going to work on that, and, you know, I won one, he won one, and we are going to make a, a trilogy. Oh, thank, uh, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I just should have trained harder, you know. Yeah, but that that uh, that whole thing about him, that's it's another form of an excuse. It is. He's, he's in control of that fully. Yeah, and, and and there's and, no excuse as far as his, his exactly. nutrition. And as a professional. None of that. I agree. And if you want to sustain yourself as a heavyweight champ like he was talking the talk, he should have done he should have done what he was supposed to do, which was stay in some form of shape, not us oval, but stay in some form of shape. <laughs> I guess and, you got jumped. <laughs> and, and and make the fight competitive because, honestly, it wasn't really competitive. It wasn't competitive, and the truth of the matter is Andy didn't even have to win this fight to get a trilogy right? and to just make the fight feel like it was worthwhile. How mad are you if you're Canelo Alvarez? Canelo Alvarez flew from Mexico City to, to Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia to support his fellow Mexican compatriot. And Why he got let down. Now, this is one thing you could say about Canelo. Canelo's willing to eat the Mexican meat and do whatever else it is that he needs to do. Willing to go to the next level. He's willing to take it to the next level, which on one level I always appreciate from a right. from a competitive guy. Because what he's not going to do is to come in looking sloppy or get beat up just because he got beat up. But just because <laughs> he didn't prepare. Right. He may get beat up, but it's not going to be because he didn't prepare. Right. right. You know, and, and I just, man... I'm so happy we didn't go to this fight. <laughs> Are you kidding? To go out there to watch this dude come out and not be the undercard. And watch other sloppy heavyweights on the undercard. Yeah. Come on, man. I, I don't know what's going on with the, the weight training or not even the weight training, just the conditioning in general. Just conditioning. Because and it's, it's, like it's unacceptable. Because with it for so long that they, you know, just. That's what it is. And, and the problem is, is that. In all the other sports we watch, guys, if you don't know, you're watching heavyweights that are ripped. Yes. Major League Baseball players are the size of heavyweights. DJ LeMahieu would be a heavyweight. <laughs> what about Aaron Judge? Super heavyweight. <laughs> now, that's a 280 that you need. Giancarlo. <laughs> Ripped. Come 265. On. Even Cody Bellinger. Uh, Cody Bellinger is a big guy. Yeah. He's a big guy. And so, you, and forget about the basketball players. These guys are giants. Giants. And and the football players, you already know what time it is. Yeah. We were just talking about it. LeBron James is actually bigger than Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. crazy. And but, but you know what? You have to respect your sport, regardless of whatever it is, and be professional. And it's just a down, 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 down goes Ruiz. <laughs> down goes Ruiz. <laughs> it was a down goes Frazier. They got you. Little Howard Cosell snuck out. I went down the rabbit hole of being yeah, out. You got lost. <laughs> A flashback because this is just it's it's not good for the sport and the, any excuse that he wants to apply is not acceptable. Not acceptable. And and you know what he he messed up his cheese. Okay, let's let's stay there. He messed. Okay, up. but then after he messed, now what he's 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 asking for a, re, a that what, nobody a re, wants to see. I don't want to see that. I I will not watch that. You showed me that you wouldn't prepare for the 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 second. This is the problem. You show me that you're not serious about. This event that, I mean, a million guys are training for right now. An actual million guys would like to be the heavyweight champion of something, you know, of UFC, right. of WWE, right. of the, the boxing, you name it. And you showed me that the good timing couldn't be postponed. Nobody's saying don't have a good time. There's a time and place for everything. You could have good timed for a month. You had a good time for three to four months. 
And then what ends up happening is, is you're surprised when you can't perform at the highest level. So now why would I reinvest my time when you've shown me it's not worth your time? Right. To prepare. Abel Sanchez had called him out earlier telling him that he needed to quit partying and, and you know. I've heard a lot of guys say it. They did a good job of keeping it under wraps. Right. But I heard a lot of guys say it. And I have to say, even at the weigh-in, when he weighed in in his black shirt or his umbrella, his black tank top, I thought, well, he doesn't really look that different. I saw a little bit of extra weight on his face. But when he came and did the ring walk and took his shirt off, I mean, uh-oh, this is, he's, uh, you thought, oh, he's about to get knocked out. I was, I was on Twitter with Andre Ward about it, talking about that. Oh, what did Ward say? Well, he was talking about I, I, he he said, "Man, my man just weighed in two eighty three, and I said that is evidence of a lot of good timing." And he just put up the eyes, like, "Yeah, you see it." <laughs> I said, "You know," and he paid for it. And he there paid. is no free ride. You oh, he pay. matter of fact, he had a great great thing that he said. He said something to the effect of, "And at the end of the day, everybody was concerned with Anthony Joshua and his chin and his abilities and this that, and the other, and come to find the only opponent that he actually had to beat." was already defeated by Andy Ruiz Jr. not being able to step away from the plate and the table. <laughs> True story. Unbelievable. And on the rest of that card, we saw sloppy big man work, but we did get to see DeLean White jump in. Which is sloppy. Yes, but at 271. But what he did say about that is the reason he was sloppy is because he didn't think he was going to get to fight because he'd gotten that, you know, that ban. Yeah, but either way, it's not acceptable for him to ever get out of condition like that when he's in the top ten. He's in the top ten. You can argue that he's in the top five. Yeah, I was about to say. He's in the top five, so it's not acceptable for him to come in juicy fruit. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what my man Kognowski does. I want to see him get busy. I think he's a problem for most of the heavyweight. I do, too, because he's got fast hands, and and he's got a crazy chin. And he's got crazy pop. And he's got heavy hands. Yeah. He 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 walks everybody down. Yeah. He's a, he's a problem. I think that you could probably get him out of there with some cuts, so you need to do a, a good cut work on cut him. Cut creator or go to the body because he's soft to the, he's soft and wet. Yeah, but I think that he doesn't play. When we just saw him at the fight recently, the Deontay Wilder fight, he didn't even look juicy. Like No, he looked like he lost some weight. Yeah. He leaned down. Yeah, And, he and I told him to not lose any more weight, and his yeah. trainer was like, don't tell him that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a tree trunk right now. Yeah, he, you, don't want, you don't want no smoke with him. He's, he's a problem. Um, Cat Michael Hunter was out there. Uh, I think it was Michael Hunter Jr. fought uh, 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 what's your man's name? Povetkin, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of staying there. How about the fact that Russia has now been banned from the Olympics, from the World Cup? They're banned from everything. TV. They're right. banned from the set. <laughs> Persona non grata. They, they, right now. they are banned in the USA. It's crazy. I mean, they just won't do the right thing right now. They just refuse to not dope. Their athletes must dope <laughs> to get a dub. But you know what? It showed when they caught them last time because I think they only won two two medals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, they're so not in obviously it it helps. It helps with your performance. Yeah. Anyways, Pavet can put up a good fight. That was a good fight. It was, was a good fight very, for an older guy too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said he was fighting for the money, so it showed. But that kid Pacheco was. Uh, Probably the most impressive of the night, you could say. The kid that knocked out the other guy right oh, before wow. the fight. Yeah, he was right before really the main fight. South Central Los Angeles. Man, that kid was real. Oh, man, he looks good. He's got a future. He looked like he was ready to get back on the plane and get to the crib because he didn't mess around with that joke. Man, it looked like he killed that guy. It looked like the dude was dead. It looked like he was actually dead. I, I, poor fella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, I think he's all right now. But he could still be in the stands because that was a bad look. Man, that was a bad look. Uh, but then later on, because that fight took place in the daytime, later on we had Charlo, Big Charlo, facing mm-hmm. Jamal. 
Charles Haugen. <laughs> He's coming for you. He came for you. <laughs> Hulk Haugen. Shout out to Booker T. Booker T is the homie, man. Even though he slipped, up on, yeah. uh, he slipped up on national television to Brown 98 <laughs> with Hulk Hogan. In all fairness, though. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's tan was extra crispy in 98. <laughs> oh, my goodness. you never seen that clip. Just type in Booker T. Hulk Hogan and laugh endlessly. Anywho, um... Charlo took care of company business. He did his thing, man. He looked really, really good. He, I, I think Charlo might be the best 160 in the world. Yeah, he looks really, really good. He looks really good. And with Gennady aging now, mm-hmm. who's always going to be a problem just because he can punch. Yeah. And he also has you never crazy experience. Him, yeah, this experience. You're never going to show him anything new. Right. I don't think Canelo wants that smoke. That's why they haven't got it on. That's why they haven't Calling got it on. I mean, he's calling everybody out. He said he's here for everybody. He said I'm the WBC Andrade. champ. Yep. I mean, whoever. I, I don't blame him because when you're sitting at the top like he is right now, you want all comers. You want to get them while they're, you're in your prime and while they're in their prime. That's no it. excuses. Let's mix it up. His foot speed was great. His head movement was great. His punch accuracy was incredible. He hit him with a 45-degree angle shot that, right. that put him hook, down. Right. It was like an uppercut hook. Yeah. And that, that actually made him do a somersault in the ring. He turned him into a ballerina. Because it, it looked like it hit him. Partially on his chin and his chest or something like that, right? The- yeah, it was like his chin and and, and his sternum or something uh-huh. didn't work out right for him. <laughs> yeah. And that guy's not a bad fighter, by the way. No. At 154, he's actually really good. And he stepped up and, you know, he had a lot of problems. But, you know, when you do the right thing, you stay in the gym, you commit to the, the sport like these young guys have, the Charlo brothers, you're going to get the positive outcomes. And I'm looking forward to the Harrison-Charlo fight on yeah. the 21st. Yeah, for sure. Um, side note. Did you hear what Deontay Wilder had to say about the Anthony Joshua fight? No, but what did he have to say? Let me play it for you, dog. Ruiz followed him all night long. And with a guy with such a, a long reach over you, you know you cannot just sit there and just follow him all night. Or you gonna know what you know what's gonna happen. You're just gonna be a uh, a punching bag, as they call it. And just sit there and receive punches. And he did that all night. But for the have skills. I mean, I'm, I'm really, and, and then really just got me with Ruiz. It's not so much what he did in the ring. That was a big factor for me, what he did, because, you know, but also what he said as well, because, you know, as it was going, and one thing we was, I, I, that I mentioned when I was doing an interview, you know, on TV, and I was telling Ruiz, like, don't get comfortable of this. When he won, I congratulated him. I said, don't get comfortable. You know, with this, though, congratulations, but don't get comfortable with the lifestyle and stuff. Uh, you know, because it can grab you, and it can it can grab you. And but you know, you're just beginning. There's more. There's more to this. It can be more out here for you and your family, bro. Absolutely. Don't just dwell on this. Would you, you know? Say, would and, you say that the 15 pounds is him getting comfortable? The 15 pounds, getting, and that is exactly. And I said all that to say this. His last, his ending remarks was, you know, they were you're like, oh, I ate too much, yeah. and and I could have trained a little bit harder. I'm like, what the fuck you talking about? That is the exact opposite of what it takes to get. That's the opposite of how you, of what it takes to become a champion. What do you mean? But you was telling the world, you was telling us as you're training that you you're not letting it get to your head and all that. Oh, how it's such a blessing and it is, but you can't come and say the opposite and then say, but. The rematch, the third fight. I promise <laughs> I'm gonna get in this gym and train. I'm like, what are you talking about? Can't I'm, be mad at the champ. Yeah, and I'm dead on with him, man. Can't be mad at him. He's telling, he's spitting the truth. Let's hear what he had to say as well to Ellie Secback. Reporting.
gonna say you the man, you know, you gotta come in and tap shit up. That's what I'm thinking. Like, especially if, if I got six inches of, of, of height advantage, I got eight inches of rate advantage. I'm not finna run around the fucking ring. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to, I'm about to tear your ass up and get you out of that. Or definitely put you in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm finna dominate. And, you know, for us, another champion looking in on a former champion and now became a champion and how he became it is like, this shit boring as fuck. You know what I'm saying? There's only, when you look at that and you look at me and what I do and going to dominate these guys at the top level, I mean, it's day and night who's the man of the division. It's, it's clear. As you can see, Deontay Wilder is back on that Deontay, <laughs> which means he feels threatened. He feels threatened. He wasn't worried about Joshua. He was giving him all kind of ups and, you know, to take care of yourself, man, and everything else. Now, <laughs> now he got those bells back. He saw, he saw he Ruiz got his fired all of a sudden. Uh, he, Dr. <laughs> he saw Ruiz getting tattooed out there. Now it's like, man, now I got to fight this dude. I told you, I believe that he's afraid of Anthony Joshua in a lot of ways it might not be physically but it's something that anthony joshua intimidates him in some form or fashion and i don't know what it is because if you go back and if, fight fans if you guys go back and watch joshua beat klitschko and anthony josh i mean and deontay, deontay wilder calls the fight calls the fight and he actually likes his work he really enjoyed his work yes and now all of a sudden he you know he took that loss and but he was talking crazy before he took the loss so yeah but I, I honestly, like I told you several times, if you offer him $120 million and he still can't fight him, first he started out at like 30, then it went to 40, and then you got up to 120 and you still can't fight him, there's a problem. And that's not with the money. It's a problem with him. Who well, he's going to have a problem on his hands on February 22nd. That problem's name is Tyson Fury. And he needs to worry about I that. am very interested to be at that fight. That's yeah. going to be a great fight. Uh, and we'll see if Deontay can pull the rabbit out of the hat again because I expect him to get dominated with superior boxing skills again, and this time he's fighting a guy that's physically in his prime, and, you know, you can never count him out. He's focused. You can never count Deontay he's the, out. He's got, the, he's got the knockout juice. He's got Go it. sleep. He's but got that juice. Yeah, he can, he can put you on your back, and you can definitely wake up and look at the lights, but I think that Tyson Fury would negate his right for a lo- a long period of time and as you see as the fight goes on he wears he'll wear down just like anybody else would and he's going to have a problem he's going to have a problem with a guy with a skill set uh, Tyson Fury has a boxing skill set sure does it's fundamentally sound it's going to be very very hard to, for him to beat him but we'll see if that cut makes a, uh, uh, an appearance if cut yeah. creative, that eyeball holds up but moving on folks <laughs> 